Welcome to the TikTok Podcast. The clock is always ticking, so let's synchronize our watches and dive in. I'm your host, Callie Brigham, and I'm here to help you make time for what matters. Well, hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of TikTok. I'm especially, especially excited and honored to bring you this one today because we are celebrating the start and we are celebrating the start of a very, very special weekend. It is Veterans Day weekend. I am wearing my red, white, and blue. Go America. Uh, I am the proud granddaughter of an army medic. I'm the proud daughter-in-law of a master chief petty officer in the Navy. I am a proud aunt, aunt, depending on what part of the country you are, of an army cavalry scout, all veterans of this great country. And I could not just be more proud to represent them. And it's because of what this weekend means that I decided for our very first Feature Friday, which means that I have a special guest that I wanted to introduce to you. One of my favorite people. We were talking right before the show, decades of friendship, decades of friendship. And I invited her to be the first featured Friday guest because also of her incredible status as a human and as the wife of a veteran. So I am so honored to introduce to you my friend, Angie. I'm going to first read a little bit about some of her professional accolades in her life. Then I'm going to share a little personal note about her, and then you're going to meet her. So she has a background in elementary and special education. She raised two handsome boys who now are thriving in their 20s, but she also has shown remarkable resilience as a retired military spouse. She's an entrepreneur. She, her entrepreneurial journey spans over 25 years, direct sales, and now has evolved into the, being the proud owner of the Painted Palette Studio. We'll talk more about that. It is a mobile DIY paint studio. How cool is she? She has been all across the corners of the United States and Italy because of this military connection. And now Angie and her family have a home in St. Augustine, Florida for the last 11 years. I cannot wait for you all to meet my precious friend, Angie. And Angie, before you say hello to everyone, I just want to say on a personal note, Angie is my Christmas Eve baby birthday friend. So we have spent many a Christmas Eve not celebrating Christmas, right, Angie? We've celebrated your birthday. She was also my Franck. That is a throwback, a throwback to what? Um, Father of the bride. Father of the bride. Anybody, anybody. Okay. She was my frock for my wedding almost 20 years ago. And recently a new coaching client of mine invited me to do a mini course with a group of creatives. And Angie, I invited you today to speak to our audience of military wives, both active duty and veterans and some solo mamas out there. We're going to talk about, you know, you might not be a single mom, but you might be a solo mom in a season. So would you all please give a warm welcome to my dear friend, Angie Philipsick. Ah, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. This is so fun. We have been connected through many, many seasons, Angie. And as I mentioned, I wanted you on here because you have a unique perspective. So I'm going to have you take everybody back 
A little bit. And tell us a little bit about your background as a military spouse. I know there was probably some challenges for both you and for Bill as far as, you know, just spending time together, seeing time, raising a family. Just give us a little background there. Uh, yeah, I'd love to. So I started out um, going to school to be a teacher. I mean, I thought that that's what I was going to do in the middle of Iowa. And then I did my student teaching in Italy and wound up moving uh, to Groton, Connecticut with my husband, uh, who was in the submarine force uh, in the Navy. And if in the fast attack world, we are gone for six months at a time on deployments. But oftentimes, even when they're home, they're gone. So like the year that our son was born, um, Bill was home 92 days that entire year. So you, I have many times said that I am a single married mom. Um, it, you know, it just happens. And, um, and then we moved um, to Memphis where I met you. And then we moved to Italy and then we moved to Washington. And then I said, I'm done with the snow and let's move to Florida. And now Bill works for Winded Warrior Project and travels still in that job. So, you know, military life really kind of led us to where we are now and being able to just continue in that role. Okay. So I'm so thankful that your path did cross mine in Memphis. And now we are both Florida girls. Um, Shout out for the sunshine state. So Angie, of course we can't span every part of this life that you've had with Bill and being this spouse and supporting him. But we do want to give a little insight, maybe some encouragement to some women that are saying, you know what, my guy is gone a lot, or he's got a demanding career, or maybe he is in the military. And I'm just struggling to find that balance between Mm -hmm. how do I handle everything? How am I a present mom? How can I handle all the responsibilities that I have and just not go crazy. So was there anything during those like intense seasons? And we're going to get to where you guys are now with Bill's career. But was there anything that really helped you to not go insane? Yeah, I think, you know, um, you very quickly learn that your friends become your family uh, and you depend on that. But I would say at the very beginning, I knew nobody. I knew nothing. I, I, and I really did feel lost, but I had my direct sales business and my upline kept telling me what to do. And for me, I found that I was really thriving on that schedule. So, you know, I was a mom and then when he would nap, then I would make my phone calls and do my paperwork and gosh, to show our age, um, you know, there was not, there wasn't texting on the phone. There wasn't, um, you know, shooting text messages. There wasn't Facebook. There wasn't any of that. So a lot of my, all of my time was spent either sending emails, which still were kind of new. Um, but a lot of it was being on the phone and trying to figure out that time. And so I, I just, I thrived on somebody telling me what I needed to do at first. And then it became habit and it became routine. Um, and, and that's where I was able to get to where, you know, I wound up with my business. 
Yeah. So speaking of that and finding mentorship. So obviously that's part of what I want to accomplish with this podcast is to, I may not be able to individually mentor everyone that's listening, but we do want to hear from somebody who's a couple steps ahead of us. We do want somebody to say, this is the way this is, or a way that could work for you. And we also, I think it's important that we figure out through their mentorship, what eventually works for us. Like you said, nap time was a great time for you to knock out some work or in the evening when the boys went to bed, you could knock out some work. But one of the things I heard you mention was having a community of people. Mm -hmm. And I think that's critical and essential to those solo moms out there. Or would you say single married, single married mom, single married mom. How do you ask for help? How do you reach out? Is that something that comes naturally to people? How are we able to just kind of be real enough? I don't know that it is natural. I think, you know, I think we're so much better now in this day and age with social media than we were, you know, 23, 24 years ago. Um, And I'm really seeing a shift. And I think especially since the pandemic of people saying, don't be afraid to reach out and your mental health is what matters and find your village and find your people. Um, And so I feel like that we are, taking that more into account. But I, when people are transparent about their struggles, when we hear other people, you know, say, oh my gosh, yes, you know, I deal with this, then we feel like we're not alone. And when I look back at those times, I wish I had had people to say like, oh girl, I got this all the time. My husband's never home and he's never shows up for this and not because he doesn't want to, but because he can't. And so, um, I think now, if you are not a village, if you don't feel like you have a village, find a mom group. And if you are an entrepreneur, sorry, I have a dog in the background that's not the fact that I'm in here and she's behind the door. The um, dog wants to be on Featured Friday, right? Yes. <laughs> Wait, it's a day for guests. Can I join in too? Trust okay. me, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, and if you, if you're, have a hard time you know, asking for help. Maybe you are more of a leader within your community and don't be afraid to start that group. Um, We have a fabulous group here in Florida. And just to say like mom network, like no drama, no nothing. It's just mom supporting moms. Like we all get it. Yeah, Angie, that's a hot point right there. I think let's just pause on that for a second. Sometimes we need to be the solution Mm-hmm. Right. Sometimes we yeah. need to reach out and we do need that support, but sometimes we could be the answer to our own question. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, for those of you that don't know my background, I have a support group for women that struggle with infertility and miscarriage. And I started that because I was at the lowest low point. Mm-hmm. I was, yeah, I was just felt very solitary, very alone, very much to myself. And as I did start to have my kids, my miracle babies, they're all miracles really. But I realized that I needed to have that connection with people. And I remember saying to Josh, my husband, I wish this support group had been around for me. And he said, had it been around, you wouldn't have started it. And so you're right. I think somebody might have needed to hear that today to say, don't wait for other people to be the solution, you might be the one to start it because there are some people out there that need you and you need them. I remember, you know, and I would always tell my students, like, I promise just because you have the question 
there is somebody or two or three other people that have the same question. So if you are struggling with somebody, with something, there are two to three other people, at least within your close circle that are having the same problems. And, you know, just put it out there just to say, you know, I'm, I'm a mom and I'm single and, um, or my husband's gone all the time, or I just went through divorce, whatever the case may be. And I have this business and I feel like other people in corporate America don't get it. There has to be other moms. Would anybody else be willing to like kind of chat about it? And then that chat kind of turns into like this Facebook group. And then like there's 4,000 people in it and there you are. Right. That's beautiful. I know. Receive, 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 right? We can see that coming in the future. I've said it like this too, that you can have your pain point become your purpose point. Mm. Your pain point can become your purpose point. You don't have to stay in that. And I don't want to throw around the word victim because I don't think we're really necessarily talking at that point, but you don't have to stay in that place. Um, I've heard it said, you don't have to, you don't have to stay in the same place. You're not a tree, right? You can move, you can move, you can make a movement. You can do that. Okay. So I just love these conversations because you just never know exactly where they're going to go, but they're going to go exactly where they should go. So you mentioned mental health, and that is, I think a really important topic that more and more we're becoming comfortable talking about. Yes. And again, I know we're talking about time management, but I mentioned in our last episode that I believe firmly that time management is actually emotional management Mm. and energy management. And when you're in a good place emotionally, it is easier to find the time, block out the time, be more efficient with your time. So as a solo mom, some of those times or a single married mom, managing time does need to make sure that you can prioritize something for you so you can continue to give out. So was there any way or is there a way today that you have that you could share while you manage a busy household? How can you also make sure you're taking care of yourself? I, I allow myself. um, It used to be that guilt feeling. I mean, it really did at the end of the night, you know, we often joke about, you know, like, so you've got these four extra hours at the end of the evening, like, do you go to sleep? So you're not exhausted the next day? Or do you sit and scroll on your phone and and eat ice cream because it feels good? And I think whatever that answer is right for you, that's okay. And, and to step back and, you know, on the airplane, they tell us, put your own oxygen mask on first. You cannot pour from an empty cup. Um, I had the opportunity with Wounded Warrior Project to go on a mental health um, retreat probably three years ago, and it was during the pandemic. Um, my dad had cancer and was dying. It was very close to um, to passing away at that point. We'd all been just, oh, it was just so much. And I was like, oh, I can't go. I can't go. I have to do this and I have to do that. And Bill was like, it's okay, go. And for, you know, I want to say, and I know Josh has been this for you, but Bill has always been a supporter of like, take time for you. So that does help, you know, and, and I know that there are, especially with veterans, um, you know, we see it a lot, even in Wounded Warrior Project, that we have a lot of caregivers um, that do not have that support system. You know, they're like, I can't leave. Like, it's not an option. But somewhere, somewhere in your little heart, you have to be able to say, if I don't take care of me, I cannot take care of other people. I can't take care of my kids. I can't take care of my job. I can't take care of my house and I can't take care of my spouse. And if that means a 10 minute walk in the morning, go on it. If you can't 
physically leave the house, maybe that means going out and doing some gardening. Um, maybe it's reading your Bible and journaling and just being dedicated to that moment. Or if you're a goal setter like I am, maybe it's at the end of the week, I'm turning off my phone. And for three days, I am going to guilt-free do whatever it is. Um, my new guilty pleasure is going on cruises. Uh, I don't remember getting an invitation to join you oh, on the next one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's have a TikTok cruise gathering. Do you want to be the cruise I'm director? There. I'm there. Yeah. I think if we had a sign up today, we would have every listener be like, I need to, I need to be there. What Angie is saying is resonating with me because that guilt factor is real. It is. It's a big lurking monster of guilt. And, and I think even like when your spouse is deployed and they're gone for six months, um, you often don't have that opportunity to get away and to do something because you are on 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And especially if your kids are little um, and that kind of thing. And then when they come back, that guilt kind of happens again, where you say like, oh, well, you've been gone. So now I should spend all my time with you because you've been gone. And, it, you know, and it just keeps going. So when you read books or you find yourself in that supportive tribe of people that can say to you, you know, you have to take care of you and make yourself a priority. And that's a boundary. Mm, and sometimes boundary. boundaries make people mad and that's okay. It's about them. It's not about you. I feel like this is a freedom conversation, which plays so much into what this weekend is about fighting for freedom. Yeah. We're going to give, and I say we, but this is coming from you, Angie, and it's coming from the depths of your heart. We're going to give some permission for some freedom. You do. I mean, you have to allow yourself to let go of all that you carry and so many hats that we wear as women, you know, I don't, I don't know that a lot of us come into a marriage or come into, you know, motherhood thinking that not only are you going to be a mom and a wife and then like, oh, maybe I'll have a business in there. But then there's just, there's these expectations that we either place on ourselves, that society places on us. Um, and you have to really know where your healthy boundaries are at. And um, I feel like, I feel like, you know, COVID taught us so much about that. Like, I just can't. And, and the more consistent you are with that. So even in your business, when you say, and I know you've shared about with your mom, like I have to do my phone calls from seven to 9 PM. And at first you're kind of like, oh, well, that kind of hurts my feelings. But then after a while, you're like, okay, so this wasn't a one-time thing. This is a, like, I just know. I know that every Sunday from seven to nine, you're making phone calls. And so I don't have the expectation of being let down because you can't help me or you won't do something. It's just, it's just what you do. And I know before, after that, we can. So. Yeah. And what I hear you saying too, is we are teaching people to respect our time. Yes. And I think that's really the key. But first, we have to respect that time yeah. for ourselves. It starts with us respecting and honoring the time that we said we were going to either do something in our personal life 
or do something for ourselves or do something in our professional life. So it first starts with us is respecting that. And then it is the expectation of respect from other people. And that, I don't think that necessarily happens right away, like you're saying, but over time and consistency, and that's how we can honor it. Right. Like when our kids come home from school, there are the expectations. We come home, we put our stuff, we do our homework, we have our snack, we do this, we do that. And we do that for everybody else. So that way their lives go according to plan and that, you know, that kind of thing. But then we fail to do it for ourselves. So when you start putting yourself in that equation of saying, I'm just as important as everybody else in this house, I I think that's when you really start moving forward in your business and your personal relationships, because you can say to people, I can't do that. I always call it the Oreo cookie approach. Thank you so much for thinking of me. I just don't have time for that next time. But would you please call me the next time that that comes around? And it's all good. (laughs) Well, and it sounds like you have a formula for it that you can count on. You don't have to overthink it, right? You don't, you're not getting emotional when somebody's asking you, you're not trying to come up with an excuse. You're not, if you right. have your little formula that's right. ready to go and you know that in this moment, it's just not your best. Yes. You just don't have capacity for it. It sounds like you pull out your little formula and case closed. There's no wiggle room. Right. Got it. I love what you said about that. You are just as important as the other members of your house. Subconsciously, I think we can defer ourselves and place ourselves not on equal standing. I mean, and don't you think when in a business, when you treat yourself as a business, other people treat you as a business. When you treat yourself as a hobby, people think of you as a hobby. And so in your home, when you think of yourself as being on equal playing field, to your children, to your husband, that your needs are just as important. You're teaching them to respect you and your boundaries and your business and what it is that you do. Not just like, I don't know, mom makes stuff. Like, I don't know, mom like sells some lipstick to people or something. I don't know. Right. It's like, no, this is. And and then when you say like, I need help with this, I need this, whatever. They're like, okay. Because you've taught them. I mean, you teach, you teach people how to treat you. You do, you do. And I've also said that for those of you that still have kids at home and, and even not at home, that you're modeling for them so many things, right? You want to model for them kindness and generosity and selflessness and care. And, you know, all these, things. those all sound really, really good, right? But what are some of the things that we shy away from modeling? Because that would mean that we have to make ourselves a priority, a priority. That's hard as a mom. Gosh, that's hard. Or if you don't have children yet and you're just and you're newly married to say to your spouse, "Mm, kindness or I need to do my own thing. Doesn't mean I don't love you, (laughs) but I got my own jam over here. That's right. And you are now in, like we mentioned briefly at the beginning, you're in another transition. So you were a military spouse for how many years, Angie? Uh, 22. 22 years of active duty service from your husband. Um, Thank him for us. And then huge transitions. So tell us 
How did, how did you, and are you managing? What does that look like right now? What is your schedule like? Because I know that we, we are talking primarily about time management, but like I said, it's so much more to it. So how are you managing transitions? If there's anybody out there who's like, I am in a transition right now, Angie's your girl. (laughs) Right. Um, I will tell you those first two years were really rough. Um, If you have ever had a spouse deploy and then they come home for two years, you kind of look at them and you're like, when do you leave? (laughs) They're going to go away again. You're messing up my jam. Um, And so then he wound up with Wounded Warrior Project, which has truly been a godsend um, and has really saved his life literally. And um, (laughs) yeah, Um, he travels one week a month now. So I feel like all of these years setting up, like, I'm like, I got this. Like, it's no big deal because he's gone and then he's home and and we fall right back into it. Uh, And it has been a nice transition with that. But now that my children are older, so once they got into high school and were independent and I wasn't, you know, wearing the chauffeur hat, I think I started taking myself more seriously, started taking my business more seriously. uh, And even And that's when I was doing direct sales. And so now owning my own business, um, I have really, you know, I haven't had the upper um, direct sales. You have somebody else telling you when your timelines are and your deadlines and when you want to, you know, make, you know, get a reward for something. And so now that's all on me. Um, And I do want to be, you know, fully transparent that I have ADD, like nobody's business, but I'm also medicated. But sometimes it doesn't matter because I have a really hard time with knowing how much time something is going to take. Other people are really like, this was a 15 minute project. And I'm like, oh, no, it was four hours. (laughs) Go on, see ya. Um, So now I have to really because I don't have to worry about my kids. Now I can really say that from nine to noon, this is what I do. And I do it on Monday and I have to hold myself because if I don't get that done, then I have to move to something else. And it just, it's a rolling effect. So, yeah. So that could be a whole nother, I might just have to have you back. That could be a whole nother episode (laughs) on time management when you're 80, when you have ADD and like legit, I'm talking about truly understanding yourself. You're not crazy. You're not flawed. You just have a different kind of set. I don't even know. Okay, so here, ADD. Did I even answer your question? (laughs) Yes, you did. You did did answer my question. And one of the things that you gifted us is the reminder about time blocking. Yes. And I know you and I have had, yeah, and you and I have had conversations about time blocking with your best energy. So for you as a Kelly, that has been huge. That has been huge with you to say, like, when is my peak performance time? Yeah. This to this. Your peak performance time, you're going to be doing the tasks that require the most from you. Right. And for you as a creative, that would be that part. And then the other times where maybe it's something that is busy work or something that needs to get done, but doesn't require as much mental energy, you're going to time block that for a different time of your day. Right. It's not urgent. (laughs) Not urgent. Yeah. Um, Well, no, I think that's been really powerful to more than anything today to acknowledge and see where these women are coming from. Yeah. Because we've lived it. Yeah. And it's not easy. And there are lonely times, 
And there are times when you probably question and maybe you are angry at your situation or you think it's unfair. You compare. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it sounds like you learned a lot about yourself, that it's prepared you for this next season. Yeah. So is there any encouragement or advice that you want to give to a woman that might be listening that says, I see myself in parts of your story, Angie? I would say that just because you started someplace does not mean that that's where you're going to end. You know, I, I started out thinking I was going to be a teacher and here now I paint, you know, I, I teach people how to paint. I mean, that, that's crazy to me. Um, that sometimes you start out as a military spouse and what you wind up with um, at the end of a war and the end of a day is that you wind up being somebody's caregiver and your role totally changes. And that's not where you thought you were going to be, but somewhere along the way, all those little bits and pieces prepare you for where you are and where you're going. And it's all a part of your story. And even though it's a struggle for you, hold on to that because I promise that God is going to place somebody else in your path where you're going to be able to say, I get it. I have been there. Let me hold you through that moment. Let's have a glass of wine over that, <laughs> you know, and, um, and, and move forward. But, at, and you're going to be okay. And there are places for you to get help. And there are the people out there that are, want to hear what you have to say and what you have to do. And speaking of getting help too, would you just remind everybody, because it is Veterans Weekend that we're going into, would you remind everybody about the Wounded Warrior Project in case yes. there, that is a resource or just something that they may not know fully what it's about? Let's, let's go there because this is an important topic for this weekend. Um, yes. Yeah, so, so Wounded Warrior Project um, has now hit its 20th year um, and it just really focuses on having the most empowered um, and healthy group of veterans um, that are post 9-11. Um, there is WWP.org that current um, F members have, and my husband will probably tell me maybe I got something wrong, so don't, don't hold me to it. We'll put, we'll put um, the right things in the show notes, don't worry. Right, okay, in the show notes. Um, but you can call, um, you can get your, um, you, as a service member, you can, if you are also a service member, um, and if your spouse is, and you can get um, emails, and they will connect you with events in your area or mental health that you may be needing, um, just it, it has, it's truly, truly been a life thing. And I think the thing that's important also to know is that it's never of any cost uh, to our veterans or to their spouses. So, yeah, I love it. Beautiful. It's a passion Beautiful. of ours. It is. And again, tell Bill, he is doing great work. He is doing yes, great he is. work yep. and we appreciate that. So Angie, I'm going to put in the show notes, of course, a link to Wounded Warrior. I'm going to put in the show notes Talking about self-care, your company, pa Painted Palette Studio, some people might need that as their outlet to just getting their creativity juices going, yep. having something fun that yep. they can have for themselves outside of their work or their family. So I'm going to put your link in there. They can reach out Love to you me. that way. And I'm always going to finish our Featured Friday podcast episodes with a fun question for you okay. because this is about time at the end of the day. So Angie, if I gifted you one extra hour, one extra hour 
It doesn't have to come out at any other hours, okay? You don't have to withdraw it from anywhere else. One hour and you can do anything you want. What are you going to do with that extra hour? Well, I think it depends on if I'm in quarter four, which I am right now. I'm making Christmas ornaments up to here. Um, I honestly, I probably right now I am on a Downton Abbey rerun kick. (laughs) I would probably veg out on the couch and drink a glass of Miomi wine and watch Downton Abbey and just shut it all off. Just because I love people and I love, you know, you know, all of that kind of stuff. But sometimes just going to cuddle on the couch with my golden doodle, drink a glass of wine and binge watch something. <laughs> well, I hope and pray you find that extra hour, girl, yes. because that's how we make that hour. Yes, you're going to make that hour. And this, you know, my subtitle for this is make time for what matters. And I sure I certainly wish that Pensacola Beach and St. Augustine were not six hours away because that sounds like a great little road trip. I'll bring Pippa. I'll bring the wine and we can sit there together. And I would love to rewatch Downton Abbey. And then we can drive down to Orlando and pick up the cruise ship. Oh my goodness. And we can have the TikTok themed cruise. Here we go. Here we go. (laughs) Well, Angie, thank you for being brave enough to be my very first featured Friday guest. It's been my honor and my privilege. Thank you for having me. Thank you. And I just want to remind everybody that this is the last day that you can join in to be on my launch team. So check out the link in the show notes for that too. I would love your support as we kick off this exciting new adventure. So happy Veterans Day, everyone. Thanks again, Angie. God bless you all. God bless America. And I will look with forward with much anticipation to our next show together. Thank you for joining me on the TikTok podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a five-star review. Your feedback fuels our mission to help you master your time. Set your alarm for our next episode. And until then, make every moment count.